Hello, I am Chipo Chipuziwa, and welcome to Performing No Performance. This is a podcast in which I ask performance artists why and how they create the work that they create, and what does studio time mean and look like to them. I am also joined by Live's Brady Seal Marks, who sometimes joins in on the conversation. In this episode, I speak with Nigerian performance artist Jalili Atikyu. Jalili's practice concerns itself with politics and humanity, and I am honored to have him as my first guest on this podcast. Considering your work, I did a little bit of research and my own practice. I gave you a tidbit of it. I was wondering if you also have the need to be loud, controversial, and confrontational in order to be heard. Well, that's a kind of a difficult question because I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, my, my, my intention as, a, as an artist was not to be heard in, in, in the consciously, was to live as a human being and also to live as an artist. And uh, I try to be sincere with myself, with my practice, you know, because when you, when you, when you talk of being heard, it means that I am, I'm pushing myself for people to, to listen to me. It means that um, I'm trying to get recognition. And I, and I try to tell people that I don't think I need to seek for recognition from anybody. First, I'm a human being, and I don't, nobody needs to, I, because that amounts to me seeking validation for my existence. So I don't do that. So I just practice my work as an artist, and I just try to do my work. But I don't need anybody to give me validation for what I do. If you like my work, good. If you don't like my work, good. I'm just being myself as an artist. And as an artist that's coming from a Yoruba background that has been colonized and also trying to push to the world what it is that the colonialism has done that has pushed into background, that has put into stagnance, you know, a great civilization, a great philosophy, and a great values of, of, of life. So when I try to push that and, 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 uh, and, and of course, being sincere and be determined with that, it, it is not seeking recognition and it's not seeking to be heard, but just be myself. Wow, I wish I was at that point in my career because I find myself, well, I found myself, especially in university and having a lot of white instructors making artworks that were actually seeking validation and trying to put myself in the discourse of, you know, the white canon of art history. And I was just wondering, like, because I feel like you have the help of experience on your side coming what you just said, did you ever find yourself when you were younger, at least kind of like grappling with who you're making the artwork for, or if you were seeking validation, or were you just from the get-go once you decided to pursue art, were you just like, I know who my audience is, and I don't really care if the people who don't get it don't get it? Well, of course, like I just said, I wasn't seeking validation. I think I come from the struggle of trying to push who I am and let people just accept it the way it is. I come from, 
a, a situation where we struggle with colonialism, the effect of colonialism, where everything about us as a Yoruba person is seen as being devilish, you know, mm. and which you need to now be, be determined to say to a lot of people that that is wrong and that we are have an established civilization that has an established political system, that established social system, that has a established religious system that is stronger, is spirituality than whatever anything that you think, okay, all the other, other aspects of religion of the world that you can think about. So, and that give me, that's some of the kind of a strong energy to be who I am. And that, that is the struggle. And the struggle is to be who you are. It is different from seeking for validation. Because when you seek for validation, you're saying that you should come and accept me. I don't need that. I've said that earlier on. Because mm. if, if, you, if, you, if you seek for validation, it means that you have to be doing things for them to like, for them to accept. No, I wasn't doing that. I was just being who I am. And also going back to myself and accept the reality that I have a bunch of experience that I rely on. So it, it is it is it is a kind of it's a kind of a situation where you 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 just want people to accept you for who you are, you know, and coming from a different space, you must have to accept that my space is the only space that that I choose, I that that I can I can um, say that is my identity. That can define me, not your own space, because your space is you, your space is quite different from my own space. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm making sense. No, you absolutely. So it, are. it is just the, the, the question of validation, which I which I find it difficult to 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 you know to to bring into 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 my context. I don't seek for I don't seek validation. Because if I seek validation, I will be able to doing, be doing things that they are doing in Europe, in America, and in sort of other part of the world. But right now, I want to be who I am to by my own indigenous philosophy, by my own indigenous language, by my own indigenous idea, because the West has been appropriating that indigenous value for a longer time. Mm -hmm. And they were not acknowledging it. Picasso did it. Uh, the the um, Dada artists did it. A lot of artists did it. Henry Moore did it. All of them, most of those artists of the avant-garde appropriate values, forms, philosophy from my indigenous body. And they discourage us, they disconnect us from this indigenous body. So being dislocated, so I need to find my way back and connect to that and express it and project it, right? And give forms to those stagnation that has been there in my, in, in my ancestral body. So that's what I do now. Mm -hmm. Can I jump in with a little question? Yes. Um, okay. Um, so so I'm, I'm from South Africa. I was, I was born in South Africa. I grew up there and um, and 
one of the things I struggle with, and maybe you do, do too, is is staying reconnected to, to where you're from. I guess my question is, um, do, do you feel any, um, like, uh, struggle with, like, being pulled into maybe, like, international sphere? I mean, we know you just did Venice and... Um, and you're in the UK right now. Are you teaching? No, I'm. Oh. I'm, I'm visiting. I, I'm. I'm doing a uh, project here. I'm leading the parade of a festival. Okay, I misunderstood. So for you, home is Lagos. It's very, very clear where your roots are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe Chipo and I have a struggle with, with that being stretched. What do you think, Chipo? Oh, absolutely. I struggle yeah. with where my roots are. Um, so basically, I am Zimbabwean, but I was born in Malaysia. And then I had my formative years in Switzerland and New York. And then I only spent one year in Zimbabwe. And then afterwards that, I moved to Vancouver to attend university, and I just haven't left since. So it's inspiring to like meet an artist who's very much like I know who I am I'm going to stick stick to my roots don't really care what anybody else has to say but when you were speaking earlier I couldn't help but associate the word validation with community and I was just wondering like have you ever felt a sense of loneliness when you're making these works and you're putting them out there or do you yeah, do you feel a sense of loneliness with the works that you create? Yes, of course, of course. You know, uh, because uh, we, we, like I said earlier, that uh, my country is a post-colonial country, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. going through that, I, like when you are dislocated, you are yeah. disconnected, and the majority of the people still maintain their own disconnection and think that is the reality of their own existence. And when you are reconnecting back, you feel lonely that you think you are the only one that is doing it. Mm. Because a lot of people want to even struggle with you, even to say what you are doing actually is not it. They want to push to you that the Western idea is an authority. Mm -hmm. You know, so you say that, that, say that again. That, that, that majority of the people of your, your own community want to tell you that what you're actually doing is wrong, that the, the idea of the ideas from the Western world is an authority. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and so you struggle with that and also to um, put them back into the, into the source of trying to understand. I was, I was trying to explain to some of my students, you know, I, I teach you know, in, in some other workshops and in the universities, especially in the US, I, I was explaining to my students sometimes ago about how Picasso, you know, the early, the Picasso when he had interaction with, with other culture, how he was appropriating the African forms, mm -hmm. you know? So, and when you are moving, you are studying the European, um, uh, artistry, it is not clearly stated that Picasso appropriated, you know, the African forms in most of his works. It was just lit, uh, recently that people were now trying to um, put his, his works into, into period, 
you know and yeah. and but himself never really really you know acknowledged the fact that he was borrowing heavily from the forms of africa mm-hmm. right right and so 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 for us it's it, it, to me as, as an example it, it becomes like a kind of a principle to, to for the people for the whole world to see that I, i'm so confident like i can borrow from from my own ancestral body mm-hmm. right. and use in 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 more like a form that i wish to direct my forms to of visual uh, influence i rather look I mean, philosophically i rather look within myself you know, mm. because I, I got to understand that even though, uh, Shippo, you are you you have moved around in 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 in, in places, yes. your ancestral body still dictates who you are, because mm-hmm. you have a, you have a brown body, yes, people call a black body. It is because you are coming from a certain ancestral body. That mm-hmm. is it. These are natural things. It is, it is not me divining, it is a natural thing. It is a natural tendency that I have as an ancestral body that connects to Yoruba and have a different language that define their own philosophy with their own local uh, language, which they see as energy. Because Yoruba see words as energy. So when I carry name, I, I should be able to carry name that define my own energy. You know, so so it's very it's, it's natural for me. So I I felt that I would be more sincere to myself. I would be living more uh, sincere life if I I I I go into my own DNA, mm-hmm. right, and and use contents and then use forms from there. It's as simple as that. Mm. Because my ancestral body is my DNA. Yes, that is what the science has has has, has tell me. It's my DNA. So if I borrow from that language, I borrow from the knowledge that is installed in my memory body, I'm just being sincere to myself. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That okay. makes so much sense. Just, that's very clear. You're welcome. Yeah. Chipo, should I ask a question or do you want to? Okay. I want to ask one question about okay. your your experience about representing Nigeria at the Venice Biennale, like how did it feel to represent your home country, especially being of one, like just being a singular you and just representing millions of people? Like how did you, yeah, I just want to hear what was your. Well, let me try to make a correction. I wasn't representing Nigeria. I participated in the central exhibition of the Venice Benali, which mm. is quite different from Papelion. Nigeria oh. had a Papelion at the time of my participation, but I participated, I was invited in the central body of the Benali. Oh, interesting. So, so I wasn't representing anybody, I was representing humanity. So oh. I wasn't invited to be part of the central body. <laughs> so, so to me, it's symbolical. It's symbolical in the sense that you are inviting me into the center of the world. 
And I was asking myself, being in the center of the world, what is that thing that is seeking expression that I need to put into that center of the world that is not going to be biased? And so that was what dictated the contest which I brought to, to the Venice. Mm. And I was talking about the feminine energy. And at that time, there was a central conversation of the world which were being detected by the US political scenario at that time. And it was, when I was invited, it was in 2016, the, the actual um, exhibition was in 2017. So in 2016, that was the electionary campaign of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And you know, at that time, how, uh, um, uh, like charged uh, and intense it was? Yeah, how it was intense and how it become like a symbolic uh, um, competition between masculine and feminine. Donald mm -hmm. Trump representing the masculine in court, while Hillary representing the feminine. And you see how uh, Donald Trump was ridiculing that um, uh, feminine. And to me, I felt embarrassed because he used a derogatory word which was a, a grab pussy. And it went viral, right? And to me, I just asked myself, how do we get to this state where we do not understand that the feminine, the feminine energy is a sacred body? Because this, the, the feminine energy is, the, is, is like, it's like, it's like ileba. I, I will use Yoruba words. It's ileba, which like we can say, in a loosely to be like a laboratory where humanity is being fashioned out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if all of us come through that, that passage, that sacred passage, and somebody was like ridiculing it, then, and, 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 and to me, I, I felt really uncomfortable with that. That and I said, okay, I am going to bring my work to, to bring attention into the sacredness, into the values, into the essentialities of this feminine body. So, so, so you could see that I wasn't representing any country, but mm. humanity in the Phoenix. And to me, Phoenix Benali, you know, has positioned itself as one of the channels, one of the valuable channels for artists to, to, to present uh, the, the art consciousness of the time. Fenice Bernali has positioned itself mm. as, 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 as an avenue for us to, to, the, to see the consciousness of art at the time. Right, yes. Yeah. Okay. So right. I was now saying that it become like imperative for me to bring out the, the context of the struggle, the the, 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 the the struggles of the feminism or the feminine energy. I mean, I mean, sorry to use the word feminism or feminine energy at, at the time in and at, and at the time of the Fenis Benali. Yes. You use any words you want. I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's really such a great um, framing twist for Venice because a lot of people here talk about Venice as um, like more like the Olympics of art or like um, the peak 
of of someone's career mm-hmm. but but they 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 don't have that uh collective point of view that sort of zeitgeist that that um that you're giving to it which i really love it, it in fact makes me makes me way more interested in venice all of a sudden yeah. well that that is the way i view it that is the way of course you know, people who approach things according to to their own level understanding of things, right? And when 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 you are uh, an artist and when you are invited, you have a kind of critical thinking about your present there. What am I bringing forward? What is what is what is what is what is the thing that you are bringing down? You know, well, I am. For example, when you go to hospital to meet to meet. Uh, a, a doctor, you are not going there to joke. You are going there to 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 examine yourself, isn't it? So the same thing should be to me. That's my that's my um, philosophy of participation, philosophy of present. What am I doing there? What what is my essence at at, at that moment there? So right. and if I'm if I want to be, I should be able to be more meaningful, right? And also be able to. To be more meaningful in a way that I feel, I feel more sincere to myself. Yes, yes. Hey, Jalili, can I ask you a very specific question? Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm think you, you've spoken a lot about like your own, uh, like your sort of um, how can I describe it? This this uh, presence that you're bringing of of sort of like um, being comfortable with yourself. And the knowledges that you uh, that you that you bring, right, and not not having to speak loud because uh, you you know who you are, right? Maybe yeah. I'm yeah. But I'm I'm thinking a little bit maybe about the audience and their role in your performance, and and only say what you're comfortable in sharing. But uh, in in January 2016, you were arrested, and. Um, and you had just done a performance called uh, Aragama Go, Must yes. Rid This Land of ter- Terrorism. Yes. And this was in, ho- in your homeland. So obviously yeah. so- someone there in the audience was talking to someone else. <laughs> so maybe you yeah. can tell the story about what happened and how this impacted you and the community and how you see the o- audience's role there. Um, I mean, again, only say what you're comfortable saying. I don't know if if this is a bit traumatic for you in terms of being arrested. And um, yeah, I don't I don't want to push, but uh, maybe you can just tell us a, a bit around that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You you asked a very pertinent question about what is the audience to my parties. Audience is an element in my work. It's an integral part of my work. Without the audience, it's not going to be right. But there is there is a um, there is there is this freedom of acceptance, the freedom of of what you want to absorb from what I do, and freedoms of being there, and freedom of not being there, mm. right? So you have you have your own, you know, freedom to like I said to be there and not to look and not to be. So and it's also my freedom to express it the way I feel like, and so if if you if you don't feel comfortable with what I'm doing. You're just gonna go. I, I, it's not going to be. A, it's not gonna be a colonial technique where you run things um, onto somebody and that the person accept. 
And that's exactly what happened in, 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 in my community when I was arrested. Something happened. I was, my, the performance at Agamago, we read this land of terrorism, was, was kind of a reaction to an action that I see as in, inhuman, the highest graded grade of inhumanity, you know? And sometimes it's very traumatic to, to narrate the experience, you know, to narrate the incidents. But let me just, in, 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 in the surface, just, you know, go around it so that you can understand. Mm -hmm. There is a local market in the community where, which is being controlled by our local king. So the king uh, employed uh, special security outside the, the government security. And so these security outfits uh, are allegedly arrested three women on the, on, the, on the alleged that they stole pepper, chili that they used to cook. And when you look at the quantity of, uh, of, of the price of, uh, of, the, of the pepper, it, it's about five, uh, it's, not up to, it's, it's not up to a dollar. Right. And they got these three people arrested, stripped them naked, and incited, they, 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 they prepare a concussion made with uh, uh, liquor, strong liquor with dry pepper, powder pepper. And mm. they poured it together and stirred it and pour it into their profit part. Holy fuck. You could imagine that terrible thing. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that was the incident. When, and this thing happened, they hid it to the society for almost about one year. Nobody heard about that. And suddenly, when they were doing that, they were, they were filming the incident with their own phone. And they push it out after a year and become viral. And that happened in my community. It was a terrible thing. It was something that I had a sleepless night. I couldn't, I couldn't, it's, it's traumatic. It's, uh, each time I remember it, I, I don't know. So I did a performance as a protest against that incident. And, and, and I mentioned the king name as the power behind it. And that got him annoyed. And he lied. After the performance, he, he called the police, lied to the police. And without investigation, the police got me arrested, got some of the audience arrested, and got some of my family arrested. And so we went to jail. You know, we, were, we were remanded in, in prison and went to a judiciary process that was so intense you know, for almost about six months. You know, so that was what happened. It's, it's actually traumatic events that I, I didn't want to recollect most of their memory. But it is... a. Uh, Six years now, I'm beginning to get myself together. So I'm, 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 I'm I, as soon as uh, I'm, I'm working on a book for it now. So I want to pour my feelings. I want to pour everything out, you know, in a book. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, I, I just what I was thinking that when you told that story is the power of of names. You know, you said you named the king, and that annoyed him. 
Yeah, I named the, the, the name of a king that I put it. I put it. I created. Uh, I created a kind of Ihure, uh, which is like a poetry, a pamphlet, and 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 I and I I I, I, I linked it to the king, and I trying to collate all the king's activities in the community that have been reported in newspaper. Right, and also the imagery, the the, the most of the object of the performance were sacred objects that 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 are so uh, powerful and sacred to its own institution. To so to, using to that the institution, as, yes, to the traditional institution, to yes. its own political traditional political institutions of the king. Right. Chipo, did you have any uh, follow-up questions for that? No, I'm just taking it in. I'm just like reflecting. Yeah. Um, so, so um, sorry, I don't know what the performance um, looked like. Can you, I'm curious. So did it have a text? You said there was yeah, a Yeah, there is, there is a video of it online. Okay, I'll, can, uh, I'll watch it. I can it. send you the link. Thanks. So you can look at it, or if I can search for it right oh. now. Oh, don't worry. I will. I will look. I'll find it. It's. It's. Uh, I'm oh, just, okay. okay. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, it's just a bit heavy, I think. Um, yeah, it's really. It's really heavy. Yeah. I can send you some of the links, um, because it's become like a national discourse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That time it was a national discourse. Yes. You know the people uh, who are. Um, were accused of the of of of, of that action, were arrested, they were they were tried, and a lot of them died. Now, you know, um, a few of them who have who did not didn't did not die also as some of them are still in prison at the moment. Wow. You know, okay. It's a kind of really really every everything that I, I, sometimes I. It's really heavy. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, having said all of that, like, do you still feel safe to like talk about it? Because when we were researching you, I saw that like other publications were still writing about it. And I think one of the titles, I don't remember it word from word, but it just kind of brought up the fact that like art is, a is like freedom of speech. And having read your story, I don't like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, how do you find like the courage to still make the work that you do, especially having experienced that? Yeah, because um, one thing that I want us to accept is the fact that if you have decided to do a thing, you know, to me, that thing is sacred and it becomes a responsibility and I must go ahead with that. I chose to be an artist. I was not forced to do it. Mm -hmm. It is it is what I feel comfortable doing. And in the, in the point of that, if somebody feels my presence in it as an artist is being radical, well, the person has to accept the fact that I'm a human being. So mm -hmm. I got my assistance to leave. And I find out that art is only is the only uh, vehicle for me to express myself more freer and I feel mm -hmm. more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. 
So if if I say that I'm not going to be practicing as an artist, it's as if I'm saying that I am dying. It's as if my, my life is, is, is becoming meaningless. Because that is only forms of expressions that I have, you know, to express myself. So I just going to do it, even though if, if, it's, if, if it is a potent danger to me, that's part of life. Life itself is, 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 is risk. Where the space I am sitting down right now, I don't know what's happening outside and it could be dangerous. Somebody may be planning uh, to, to plant bombs somewhere. I don't know. So life itself is, is, is risky now. So what well, I think is 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 we safer if we accept ourselves as a fellow human being that have our own existence to live. Say that again, as your fellow human being. Uh... That that if you if we all accept that yes. the next person is a fellow human being, he yes. has all all rights to live as a human. Yes. So you're, so you're talking about acceptance, like a, a, a more radical acceptance, right? More yes. than acceptance. More, uh, would you say respect? I, 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 what I was just trying to say, if my, if my, my present pertain uh, uh, radicalism, you just have to accept it. Yes. That is myself. Yes. Because, of course, I'm not going to infringe into your own right. I'm just going to be myself, express myself, and use my body. Because when I did the performance, I wasn't using any other person's body. I was using my I was using my own body, and the people who accepted to perform with me used their own body. Right. Okay. And if anybody feel, uh, if if anybody feel annoyance and they feel hunger, I also feel that it, you have the right to take me to to the courts, and let us go and, and talk about it in the courts. Mm -hmm. Or you have the right to say the opposite. And I say, well, this person did this and did this and did that. This performance was wrong. He used this uh, a symbol. It is wrong. He used this. Then we have a dialogue rather than lying, rather than now put me into, into pains and also put my life and put also my family, they put the whole community into chaos. You know, there's a lot of, the, you know, the aftermath experience of that performance was horrible. If I tell you what I go through in, in prison and what the other five people go through in prison, it's horrible. Yeah. No, we no, we don't need. Yeah. We don't need because I am also thinking about like your well-being and the fact that you're writing a book as well. Could you really speak more to that? Like, where are you at in the process? When do you hope that it will come out? Can you say that again? Your book. I said that I don't want to. I don't want to ask you to go into detail because it's such a sensitive subject, and I want to respect your boundaries. Um, so, if you would like, we could talk about your book about it because you said earlier on that you are working on a book about the experience. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, would you prefer to talk about where you're at with the book and when you believe it will be published? Well, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm collecting the materials. It's like kind of a personal memo, my, my kind of a diary of my experience in, in that. And uh, as soon as I'm ready, but I hope I hope before before uh, next year, 
ending of next year, I should be able to um, present it to the public. Wonderful. Well, you know, actually, I have been trying to struggle with vocabulary. Yes. And struggling with vocabulary that puts limitation into the, 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 the extension of idea. The modern time as the way of bossing idea and say, no, this cannot be this, this has to be this. Mm. Life art is life. That's what I want to say. Performance is life art, where the body is involved and you are not pretending, you are not reacting, and sometimes it is organic and sometimes it has to do about life. Right. Right? So if you want to, if you want to define it in the way you want to, it is all left to you. But to me, just put it as a life art. Right. Mm. Uh. Yeah, because it's gonna be more problematic when you begin look like I, I keep telling people that my body is involved, my body is a material that I use yes. as a form yeah. of expression. So so it's my it's so so in, in, in a situation where I am not going to be acting idea. But I'm I'm performing idea. I am doing idea. You know, I am doing the philosophy. I am doing it. Yeah. I want to go to the toilet. You see me be in the toilet, and you see faces coming out of my body, as in life. Yes. In my performance, I want to be naked. You are seeing me naked, not faking it. Right. You know. So you're seeing everything that is life. Everything. That is the body is there the presence of the body it, it is it is pure form and i believe that is that for this episode i would just like to say a big thank you to my guests and i would also like to say thank you to both live bnl and the city of vancouver for funding this project thank you